It was extremely likely that she was going to die. And with every hour that passed, her chance of making it out of this godforsaken country any way other than inside a body bag was slipping from slim to none. Melody Evans sat quietly in the corner of the little windowless office that had become her prison, writing what she hoped would not be her final words in a letter to her sister. Dear Brittany, I'm scared to death of dying. She was terrified of the finality of a single bullet to the head. But she was even more afraid of the other sort of death that possibly awaited her. She'd heard of the kinds of torture that were far too prevalent in this part of the world. Torture and other archaic, monstrous practices. God help her if they found out she was a woman. Melody felt her pulse kick into overdrive, and she took slow, deep breaths, trying to calm herself. Remember the time you took me sledding up at the apple orchards? Remember how you got on the sled behind me and told me in that super theatrical voice you sometimes used that we were either going to steer a straight course down the hill through the rows of trees or die trying? Her older sister had always been the adventurous one. Yet it was Brittany, who was still at home in Appleton, living in the same four-story Godzilla of a Victorian house that they'd grown up in. And it was Melody who, in a moment of sheer insanity, had accepted the job of administrative assistant to the American ambassador and had moved overseas to a country she hadn't even known existed until six months ago. I remember thinking, as we plunged down the hill, God, I couldn't have been more than six years old, but I remember thinking, at least we'll die together. I wish to God I didn't feel so alone. You don't really think they're going to let you send that, do you? Kurt Matthews' acerbic voice dripped scorn. No, I don't. Melody answered him without even looking up. She knew she was writing this letter not for Brittany, but for herself. Memories. She was writing down some childhood memories, trying to give herself a sense of that peace and happiness she'd known once upon a time. She was writing about the way she'd always tried so desperately to keep up with a sister nearly nine years older than she was. She skipped over the sibling infighting and petty arguments, choosing to remember only Brit's patience and kindness. Brit always made such a big deal over Melody's birthday. This year, even though Mel was thousands of miles from the New England charm of their hometown in Massachusetts, Brit had sent a huge box of birthday surprises. She'd taken care to send it far enough in advance, and Melody had received it four days ago, more than a week before her 25th birthday. She was glad now that she hadn't followed Brit's written orders and instead had opened the pile of presents in advance of the so-called special day. Brit had sent five new pairs of warm socks, a thick woolen sweater, 
and some new athletic shoes. Those were the practical gifts. The fun gifts included the newest Garth Brooks CD, Tammy Hogue's latest romantic thriller, a jar of real peanut butter, and two videotapes on which Brittany had recorded the past three months' episodes of E.R. It was America in a Box, and Melody had both laughed and cried at her older sister's thoughtfulness. It was the best birthday present she'd ever received. Except now it looked as if she wouldn't live to see those episodes of E.R., or her 25th birthday.